Welcome to the world's number one AI podcast, AI Chat. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. Make sure that you go to AIbox.ai, link in the show notes, to join the waitlist for our new AI platform. We're going to be launching an incredible platform that allows you to build anything you want with workflows um, in AI. So you're able to chain together ChatGPT and image generators and audio generators to make really powerful apps for your organization, or you can host them on our marketplace and actually generate royalties from them. So make sure to go to AIbox.ai and join the waitlist. In addition, if you like the podcast, if you could do me a massive favor and please leave us a review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. This helps me be able to get better guests on here as they check the reviews to see how you guys are liking it. So if you could please do that, I would really, really appreciate it. As you may know, at Apple's recent unveiling of the iPhone 15 and Apple Watch Series 9, the tech behemoth put a spotlight on the advanced capabilities of its in-house designed semiconductors. Though they curiously avoided directly invoking the term artificial intelligence, right? This is the buzzword. Um, the event served up a really in-depth exploration into the device's inner workings with Apple introducing the S9 chip for its Apple Watch Series 9 and Apple Watch Ultra 2. And of course, the A17 Pro chip for the iPhone 15 Pro and Pro Max. Now, this is really interesting. A lot of people have been talking about this and criticizing, you know, Apple for kind of their lack of getting in with everything happening in AI. But there's also a whole other side of the coin where people are saying perhaps it's just an optics thing. They don't want to seem like they're just like hopping on the hype bandwagon. It's really interesting because obviously this is a, you know, really big kind of departure from Google and Microsoft right now who at their conferences have, you know, mentioned there's like, you know, memes about how many times Google mentions the word AI. And so I think it's really kind of interesting to see that, you know, Apple right now is definitely not kind of towing the line in that regard they're essentially they i don't know if they mentioned the word ai once at their entire unveiling which you have to think must have been on purpose now the interesting thing with that is you know we're looking the next day their stock is down uh one percent it hasn't it, it didn't do great yesterday either so i think for the last uh up until, you know, ever since the the launch of that, ever since that event happened, their stock price has been going down. So it wouldn't appear that that is, you know, a, a super positive thing for the company at the moment, perhaps just from an optics level. Now, perhaps it's like a pride thing. They don't want to seem like they're hopping on the, the you know, the, the whole bandwagon, which I'm not 100% sure what to make of that. Because, you know, if you look at Microsoft's stock price today, it's up 1.3%. Um, Tesla is up 1.4%. Tesla recently spiked a bunch um, because the people have been talking about a lot of their AI capabilities and saying they're underrated. Amazon's up. Um, and so it's kind of interesting because a lot of these companies that have been focusing really heavily on AI and promoting AI are seeing stock prices grow. Apple just seems to not want to do that for whatever reason. And it would appear um, from the Wall Street perspective, they're suffering. But that doesn't mean necessarily they're not integrating AI or their products aren't, you know, doing some cool things. So I think really interestingly, Apple kind of shifted its focus from the chips themselves um, in their products like the iPhone and, and Apple Watch to the multitude of features that they enable. So take, for example, the S9 chip's ability to produce or to process Siri voice requests directly on the device. This is a task typically, you know, relegated to cloud servers. But as semiconductor technology advances, the decentralization of AI processes to the device itself offer a dual advantage, which is faster response times and enhanced data security due to the absence of internet-based transmission, right? Like if all of your data isn't being stored in a cloud, it's a lot 
you know, it, it's theoretically a lot harder for someone to go and hack that cloud and get everyone's data all at once, which was, you know, a problem we've seen a lot. And so what's really interesting is with a lot of these chips that Apple's coming out with, these kind of advanced semiconductors, um, we are able to start doing a lot of this AI processing directly on the device. Now, of course, they didn't say the word AI, but this is what is happening on these devices. So Apple's kind of, um, you know, their aversion to discussing AI during the product events or conference calls has led some industry observers to kind of question its standing um, in the race for AI supremacy. Uh, I think Gene Munster, who's a managing partner at Deepwater Asset Management, um, he recently said, quote, the reality is Apple is aggressively pursuing AI. And he was doing this to kind of, you know, diffuse speculation about speculations about Apple's reluctance to capitalize on AI technologies. On another note, the A17 Pro chip, which is, you know, is the chip behind the iPhone 15 and Pro Max, it stands out as a three nanometer, uh, nanometer semiconductor. So in semiconductor lingo, the nanometer, nanometer size refers to the dimensions of individual transistors on the chip. So the smaller they are, the more can be packed into the silicone wafer. So this not only bolsters processing power, but also enhances energy efficiency. So in fact, the iPhone 15 Pro and Pro Max are currently the only smartphones on the market featuring um, this cutting edge three nanometer technology. Now, I know there's going to be a lot of people debating uh, what that means because Apple is kind of notorious for coming up with their own terms for a lot of things um, and often saying things that uh, have been sort of industry standard and all of a sudden they add them and now all of a sudden it's like revolutionary. Um so, I mean, you know, there's, of course, they added, like, the USB-C port on the bottom of their phones, um, like everyone's been doing for ages, but, and they're talking about, like, the incredible fast, you know, transfer speeds of them. Uh, so, anyways, it's just a funny thing. But in any case, I think this uh, this marvel of engineering that they're focusing on with these chips, as they call it, um, I think this will kind of power an array of features requiring AI capabilities, such as predictive typing and advanced camera technologies. So as Munster noted recently, um, quote, as more applications uh, that leverage AI emerge, phones will be tasked with powering them, a dynamic that will make phones with legacy chips feel sluggish. Chips are important when it comes to AI and Apple is leading the way in building the hardware to enable those features. So I think, you know, kind of my take on all of this is that, well, Apple may avoid the spotlight on AI and its public narratives, right? They're not bringing it up for some reason. They have an aversion to the term. The company's hardware innovations um, really are pushing them in a direction and showing its commitment to integrating artificial intelligence into the user experience um, because they're really building their hardware in a way that makes it quite feasible to do a lot of this AI processing directly on the device. And they have a number of different ways that they are actually implementing this. So it's going to be interesting to see if Apple changes their optics, if they feel like, you know, uh, you know, av avoiding the word AI, for example, is going to make uh, is, you know, bad for their stock price something that I feel like Google probably felt a pinch a little ahead of time um, and then really turned to focus on AI and has seen a lot of dividends from that. And not just that, but I feel like right now there's a lot of interest in AI. So I, people call it hype like it's a bad thing, but like I think this is really good. A lot of people that were never interested in this technology before are now all of a sudden curious. They're learning. They're becoming educated. Um, people listening to this podcast, for example, this podcast has absolutely exploded. I started this thing less than a year ago and um, this thing is just absolutely exploding with listeners from all over the place. And so I think that 
um, this is a really good thing for the industry. And I think, you know, if Apple kind of embraces the the term AI and talking about the ways that it's integrated into their technology, people will be super interested and uh, responsive to that. So I think they'll see a lot of positive responses um, if they embrace it. So hopefully that's something that they do in the future, but definitely something we'll continue to follow. If you are looking for an innovative and creative community of people using ChatGPT, you need to join our ChatGPT creators community. I'll drop a link in the description to this podcast. We'd love to see you there where we share tips and tricks of what is working in ChatGPT. It's a lot easier than a podcast as you can see screenshots, you can share and comment on things that are currently working. So if this sounds interesting to you, check out the link in the comment. We'd love to have you in the community. Thank you for listening to the AI Chat Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, I'd appreciate it if you rate me wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're looking for an innovative group of AI enthusiasts, make sure you check out our Discord channel and also our Facebook community. It's obviously a lot more interactive than a podcast where we can actually share software tools, prompts that we're using in everyday AI. I'll leave a link for those in the description below.